Hello, everyone. This is Pause for Parenting, brought to you by Paradis, Parent Education for Development in Barbados, and this radio station. I'm Cicely Clark Richmond, Director of Paradis. Paradis is a non governmental organization established with the primary goal of addressing the challenges faced by parents and families in Barbados. Assistance is provided through a wide range of programs, which include classes in parenting designed to educate parents in all aspects of child-rearing practices to help them to positively impact the lives of their children. Paradis promotes strong, cohesive family life, which includes working towards life goals, imparting values to promote positive family life, and practicing work-life balance to include entertainment, reading, play, and to bring balance to life. Paradis also provides private and confidential individual and family counseling. These sessions are designed to assist clients to identify the root problems affecting them. Our other flagship program is the Community Outreach Program. We will be happy to assist your organization, be it a school, place of employment, church, community or sports groups, to talk to parents and young adults about parenting. Call us at 427-0212 or email us at admin at paradise.net with your requests. We also offer a parenting class where you can learn how to keep your child involved in positive, wholesome activities. Classes are held on Wednesdays between 4.30 and 6.30 p.m. and Saturdays between 9.30 and 12.30. Today on Pause for Parenting, we're going to take a look at how parents can help their children achieve success, not just in the classroom. Donna Tulcox is with me today. She is no stranger to the program. Donna is a counselor, trainer, certified parenting consultant, and much more. But she's also currently the guidance counselor at the Graydon Sealy Secondary School. Donna, thank you so much for being here once again. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, how are you doing? I am not doing too badly at all. Um, okay. It's the end of the summer, so yes. I'm tired. Yes, yes. And I'm looking forward to the new school year. Very good, very good. So then I want us to look, as I said, at, at how parents can help their children. Um, you know, some of them may not be ready yet, to, especially the children, to go into their new school because they didn't get into school they wanted to. Mommy and daddy still, you know, no, no, whatever. So how, what, what are some of the things, or the, we've said the priority, the first thing that parents should do in terms of helping their children to embrace this new school term wherever they're going? First of all, I'm going to go back to two of the things I'm always telling parents. Yes. Number one. Have a vision for your child. Ah. And number two, know your child. child. Yes. All right. Say that one more time. Have a vision for your child yes. and know your child. Yes. And also remember this. Life is a journey. Hmm. It does not start and stop at school. Yes. So when you're preparing your child for success, as you rightly said, you're looking beyond just the academic. Mm -hmm. Because I have met so many successful, and I put it in quotation marks, um, academic people who are very unsuccessful in their general lives. Yes. They're unhappy. They are seriously dependent on everybody around them. They cannot make their own decisions. So when we're looking at success and the measure of success, we've got to look at things other than a grade mm -hmm. on a report card 
or the school that, that your yes. child has gained entrance into. True, De definitely. And it's interesting that you, you touched on, a, on my next question in terms of the fact that we mature we mature differently and a lot of children are as we said book smart but when it comes to basic you know knowledge and common sense and social skills they're mm -hmm. lacking in that and yes. how can parents help their children in that area first of all we have to understand that the environment that you create for your child um, is like a program on a computer you put the input in mm -hmm. and you output. hit some buttons and then you have the output. Yes. All right. So seriously look at the kind of environment that your child is exposed to. It might not necessarily be the home environment, but there are many other environments that our children are exposed to and we lead them to those environments. Okay. Um, standards of responsibility. The smallest child can be taught to be responsible. And if you doubt me, go to any preschool just around 3.30 or so. And there's that lovely cleanup song. I love, I love talking about this. Clean mm -hmm. up, clean up, yes. everybody clean up. And you see your child who will not clean up at home. <laughs> They're picking up the toys. Everyone knows where things are supposed to go. Yes. That's because there is a certain standard of responsibility that is Encouraged. I'm not going to use the word enforced, mm -hmm. but encouraged in certain environments. So check to see what is your child's level of responsibility. And, you know, I like to share personal stories. People thought I was the, the most unfair mother because I made my little baby girl and baby boy at that time carry their own diaper bags. Okay. They had these little cute little knapsacks that had in two diapers, a bottle, a small toy, and a change of clothes. It was very light. Mm -hmm. And it was their responsibility. Very good. And some of the first words that, you know, they actually learned, apart from mama, dad, and everything, is, uh-oh, my bag. If they forgot their bag, they knew it. Mm -hmm. Okay? And if we were close enough, we would turn around in the beginning, you know, mistakes happen, and you allow your child to learn from their mistakes. A few times when they said, uh-oh, my bag, and we did not turn around for the bag, well, then they were uncomfortable. Yes, so they course. remembered the next time, yes. my bag. Yes. So what is important people find that they will take more responsibility for? True. If you own the child's important things, then they will not learn to be responsible for them, including things like um, what they do at school, like their homework, their lunch. Um, if they understand something, they are able to show it. If they do not understand something, it's your child's responsibility to say, I do not understand. understand. Mm -hmm. But that has to be taught to them. That has to be shared with them. Okay, so that's one of the one of the key things: personal responsibility for their things and their skills. The other thing is this: do not expect this journey to begin and end in twenty four hours. Ah, <laughs> right? No, it is a journey every day, every every yes, day, yes, yes. and there are different expressions of the same tasks. Okay, mm -hmm. punctuality is something else that is very, very important. Very, very important. In success, you can miss an opportunity by I a millimeter it. of a, 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 a nanosecond. Yes. Just if, if you happen to watch the World Games mm -hmm. recently, um, you will see those people that came forth, they worked very hard too. Exactly. But in the opportunity to get 
first, second, or third, mm-hmm. they missed it by a millisecond. All right? I want you to be able to share the importance of being punctual with your child. Whether but you first got to be punctual. You know that, right? Hello. Because if you're not, then you're not, you're not going to be sharing being punctual with your child. Exactly. So that leads me to the other thing. Um, example. If you are successful in areas that you deem important and you share that with the child within your vision, mm-hmm. then they will learn from watching you the example of what being success being successful is and working towards success remember success is a journey Mm -hmm. it's not a destination so every single time your child does something that warrants um, some kind of expression of it being successful instead of of taking the success on for yourself in the same way you don't take the responsibility away from your child give your child that that um, air of feeling the success. We all often say, I am so proud of you. Yes. I am so proud of you. What's wrong with that? Um, the problem is, if your child does something that is a little bit less than what they expect, okay. they're not going to hear, I'm so proud of you. That is true. Okay? And that can have a negative effect. Remember, we're talking about programming. Okay? okay. So the best, the better thing to do would be to say, you know, if even if you say, I'm proud of you, ask the child how they feel about themselves. You've done uh-huh. this. Okay. How does that make you feel? Mm. You've done this. What's your next move? You've done this. Oh, you must feel proud of, of yourself. yourself. Okay. Got, See the yeah. difference? Yes, definitely. Right. Definitely. And I believe that we in the Caribbean, and we touched a little bit um, earlier with regards to teaching our children to be independent. I think that is really critical. And we don't do that very well. We, we feel as, as parents that our children, that we, that we can be all of everything to them. And, and I said, I can carry the bag because the bag may be too heavy for the child. And we don't think about really helping them to become independent mm-hmm. un- until they're, they're like, you know, years later and then we're still struggling with that. We, I know so many 50 and 60 year old children still who mommy still cooks for them, <laughs> you know, still does everything for them. But, it's one thing to be supportive and another thing to absolve a child of responsibility. And we want our children to be independent. Uh, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's so many different ways. First of all, one of the main um, areas of being able to have a sense of independence is being able to communicate your own ideas effectively. How many of us actually cultivate the art of conversation not many. And active listening and responding with our children. Not many. Before you can open your mouth, you shut down. Exactly. So these are some ways you can look at in terms of helping the child to express mm-hmm. their own thoughts. Number one, you see that thing called reading? Mm. Read to your child. Read with your child. And I'm not just talking about the little children. Okay. My son is 19 years old, and when I, find a, when I find an article that I think should be shared, ah, okay. I will read it to him, yes, or we yes. will read it together and discuss it. Mm. I will ask him to come and read things for me, Okay, and we will discuss it. Very good. The act of reading is so very important, important. especially in today's world, where books seem to be disappearing. disappearing. They're becoming obsolete. And everyone is reading small snippets of quotations from people. 
have your child make their own quotation. <laughs> you know, what profound thing has your child said for the week yes. that you can take mm-hmm. and put let, it on the refrigerator? Put or on the refrigerator. Yes, let yes. your child hear you saying that yes. to somebody else. My child said this this week, you know, but remember a profound quotation. You do not want to be constantly dragging up the negative things or the accidents that the child has said and turning it into a joke because sometimes that that, would stop the child from trying to express themselves. Mm -hmm. So read to your child, read with your child, have your child read to you. Even, you know, even the very, very small ones that don't understand how to read yet, they have a good idea when you read the stories to them and they see the pictures. They remember what you've said because the auditory kicks in. Mm And they will pick your favorite book and you read to me tonight, mommy's mouth is tired or daddy's daddy's eyes aren't working so well tonight. And you'd be surprised that your little two-year-old will tell you that same story and point to the pages like if you were reading it to them the same way. Okay, again, examples. Yes, you have to cultivate it for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, How important is is it with regards to, to... career. Um, I know that some children at 10 and even younger know I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know some issues can come up with parents that you, you don't want me no lawyer. You don't want me no doctor. You don't want me no scientist, whatever. Cause you can be a scientist and whatever. Right. And, and that can become an issue with regards to, you know, the child understanding and being able to choose what they want and right. parents want. Okay. Everything from preschool up to around third form at secondary school, your child should be able and should be encouraged to embrace every topic that's being offered. It helps them to be well-rounded in whatever career they choose later on. So you want your child to be able to understand that having a second or third language is important. Mm -hmm. Understanding math is important. English is important. Literature is important. History is important. Geography is important. Home economics is important. Everything. Art is important. But you know, you, but you know, some parents say, well, I learned, I learned geography. I learned this in, 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 in secondary school. And do name for me. You know what I mean? Again, and you know, again, the whole thing, it hasn't done anything for me, is such a misinterpretation exactly. of what you have learned. Yes. When the vol- um, volcano was erupting, Okay, Mm -hmm. and people who were talking about geography did nothing for me, Mm -hmm. were watching and understanding the cardinal points of East and West. All of a sudden it made sense Mm -hmm. now because depending on how high up the ashes went, the winds would (laughs) take it over to Barbados. So we had X amount of time Mm -hmm. before we were in total blackout Mm -hmm. during the day. Okay, so yes, Having these things do come in handy yes, later on. Later on. Okay? Um, and not only that, a lot of the careers, the trending careers, are not simply automatic. True. It requires thought, collaboration with other people, mm-hmm. creativity leading to initiative. And if you are not um, exposed to all these different things that will stimulate your brain, exactly, you are not having the most effective opportunity for ultimate success. The best artists, for example, are those who understand the history of art. Who has gone before? Mm. The best engineers are those who understand the rudimentary beginnings 
of what they're dealing with today. Yes. And that's history. Yes. Okay. Those people who are in marketing, they understand, they have to understand culture, which is connected to language. Of course. When they see certain things. I'll give you an example. Um, in the U.S., there was a car and the car was, um, the brand name of the car was Nova. N-O-V-A, mm-hmm. meaning new. Mm-hmm. They sent that car to, North, um, to South America and the car wouldn't sell. You know why? Because Nova means no go. Okay. In that language. Yes, <laughs> okay? yes. very, very interesting. So it's, it's, it's very yes. important that you understand language yes. as well. Yes, okay? definitely, definitely. So what about the child now who don't seem to want to be anything in the, or maybe a late bloomer? Um, how, how can parents deal with that? Remember I said that life is a, a journey. journey and not yes. a destination. Yes, please. Okay? I might arrive at the bus stop very early. Mm-hmm. You might arrive at the bus stop 10 minutes after me. But we can still get on that bus true. when it comes. True. Because the bus is going to be always late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? True, true, true. So when we're looking at what we consider the late bloomers, um, again, understanding your child would mean that academic success means going from 59 to 62. Do not compare that child to the one who's starting off at 85 mm-hmm. going towards 90. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, they're taking the same exam. Yes. Okay? And for the, the upper echelons of the exams, like the, the CXCs and the CAPES, a pass is a pass. Um, you get recognized if you do extremely well consistently. Mm-hmm. But notice that those numbers are very few. Yes. Okay, And at the end of the whole day, when you go into the workforce, the person that got five ones at Cape is making literally the same entry as a person that did five threes and passed. True. Okay. Certification is is, is very important at that stage. So again, you want to have a child that is well-rounded. Yes. Okay. Well-rounded. Yes. Able to speak clearly, communicate effectively, understand the the, the language of mathematics, understand foreign language. You know, you want to have a child who is a true representation of all they can be. And if your vision is for them to be happy, independent, contributing adults, that's what you're raising. You're not raising a child. You're raising an adult. You are raising an adult. Yes. Keep that in the back of your mind. And it's going to call for a lot of parents t- to step outside of themselves because they may not have have gone to university, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and, and explored all these you know, different topics, whatever. But mm-hmm. now they have a child, they have a grandchild, whatever, that they, they, they can also influence. Right. And it may need that they really have to, you know what I mean? I need to, okay, I may not like this. But you need to you need to know this. It's important so therefore, for you to know. Yes, it. even in terms of at or after school activities, which mm-hmm. is a very big part of children's lives as well. And, and some parents, I want you doing this. I want you doing that. Whatever, whatever. And again, having those being involved in those activities can also mm-hmm. help to build friendship. Can build your education. I mean, can lead to a lot of other things that we don't necessarily exactly. want. Exactly, and that's another. Very, very big aspect of a ch- of a parent's ability to have a successful child is involvement. Remember, in the beginning, I spoke about environments. Mm-hmm. You've got to know the environment that you're leaving your child in, and one of the ways to understand the environment that you've left your child in, whether it's an after-school activity or a weekend activity, is to actually show up, be around, get to know the people that are interacting with your child, get to know the other parents that are interacting 
with your child as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the facilitators of whatever the program is. Again, I remember if you go to the beach, Browns Beach on a Saturday morning, you see a whole lot of people doing swimming lessons. Um, sometimes parents will just bring their children and drop them off. Say, go. Okay, um, they may see the the swim coach or the person with a little swim club. Maybe once a month to pay the fee. Yeah, it would be a much better thing for parents, regardless if you're going to come by car or take a walk or come by bus. Spend some time. Spend some time. You know, you want to know what your child is doing, where your child is, who your child is around. Exactly. Okay? These things all add up and, and, and add very much value to your child's experience on, towards becoming a successful adult. Agree, agree. Now, finance can play a, a very important role too in terms of parents not being able to sometimes afford, mm-hmm. you know, all of these different activities and... and um, and we accept that because we, we understand the economic situation that we're in. Mm-hmm. But h- how can parents not let that be a negative in the sense that they shut down and they're not doing anything mm-hmm. as opposed to trying, still trying. So we can't do this now, but maybe later, you know, have the conversation and, and also, but first of all, leave it themselves mm-hmm. and then talk to the child. I am so glad we're having this conversation. You are talking to somebody who did not grow up with a silver spoon in their mouth. Okay. okay. Um, Many parents believe that in order for their child to do well, they have to spend a whole lot of money. No, they have to understand their child and work with their child, have their child feel as though they belong. So let's say you have absolutely no money, okay? You might not be able to afford to go to the fast food places, but you know something? You got something at your house. Let your child cook with you. Mm-hmm. Work with your child. Yes. You might not be able to afford an after-school activity. The beach is free. Free. <laughs> <laughs> right? You might not be able to go today. on a staycation. Yes. yes. A bus ride is only a certain amount of money, and especially in the summer, you can help your child with the geography. Say, okay, today we're going to go someplace into the east of Barbados. Okay, we'll get a map. Mm-hmm. You can find maps in the back of all the textbooks, yes. okay? And if you don't find a map, you can go to any hotel and just pick up one of the things, all right? Do things with a child that do not involve money. Walk with your child, okay? Yes. Things like this. And, and have the child take leadership roles within your little group, Yes. okay? So that the child gets a chance to practice this responsibility, practice how to give instructions, practice how to lead. You don't need money for that. True, true, definitely. You don't need money for so that. So there's really no excuse. There's none. There's none, there's none. <laughs> Another topic that I wanted to touch on briefly is, is, is bullying mm-hmm. and the effect that that can have on your child's success if, if it is not dealt with properly. Right, and that's a very, very good thing. Again, those open lines of communication will let you know that your child is having a problem. Mm-hmm. When you know your child, you can see the difference, difference between how they were before yes. and how they are now. Yes. <clears throat> Do not ignore anything. All right? And I know that I'm, I'm, I, I don't like to use a lot of negatives, so I'll say it this way. Ignore nothing. <laughs> okay? Take nothing for granted. For granted. Yes. Um, and bullying comes in so many different forms. You can have a child who... At, at their in their teens may decide okay I have a little girlfriend or a little boyfriend I might not want mommy to know okay which is something that sometimes when you're trying to get somebody more independent may happen mm-hmm. but at the same time they need to understand that you are a, a 
form of their support and they can come to you if there's a problem. There's so much bullying going on within relationships. Of course. Okay. There's also and within t- by teenagers. By teenagers, exactly. yes. Okay. There's also bullying, general bullying, what we would call bullying, the, the teasing, the pushing around, the taking of things from people. Um, it is not... It's, it's not supposed to be seen as that's just a part of growing up mm-hmm. no growing up is when somebody might do it to you once you know but a consistent targeted um, set of activities towards your child in that respect is not normal yes. and should never be seen as normal okay now sometimes um, parents themselves have been bullied and it is difficult for them to get to divorce that part of their exactly. lives from what their children are, are dealing with, and um, and they can't take it. But again, remember what you are trying to do. You're trying to raise an adult who is an independent person that can speak clearly and do all these things for themselves, and who may have to also be your support in your later years. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want them to be so traumatized by? bullying situations that they cannot function the answer to that is no Mm -hmm. so as a parent you have to do everything in your power to make your child feel as though they can one have an heir two be instrumental in stopping the bully three know and recognize what bullying behavior is and not four be targeted or labeled as a victim yes very okay, important. that is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. The minute you start putting on labels, victim, um, liar, uh, bad behaved, those are programs. And remember, what you put into that computer, Come you're going to get out. Yes, our time is going. Um, success would be said, that's what we're talking about. But success for me may not be success for you. Mm-hmm. H- how can we? How can we help parents not to? look at the neighbor or somebody down the road or my aunt or my sister because she had the big house and she was successful and I'm still here and I'm not successful. Again, that goes right back to childhood and your value of success. What I'm finding since COVID is that there has been a lot of reimagining of what success is. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you've heard of it, of the big resignation. Yes. And... Um, the, 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 the quitting while that work situation mm-hmm, where mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who seem to be so very successful have said, I no, I'm, I'm done with this. I can't. Yes, exactly. exactly. And that's because you've seen them as successful because of material things. Right. But success is much more than the materialistic world. Definitely. If you are not happy. And no monk of money if you're, no, yes, you're yes. not. You don't feel successful. Yes. If you're punching somebody else's time clock all the time and you don't see any value of in it for yourself you are not successful you don't feel successful success is a feeling all <laughs> right success is a feeling yes. and what you want is you want to feel successful as a parent mm-hmm. by allowing your child to feel successful as the independent adult that you want them to be, to be according to your vision. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. We, we do have the continuous conversation <laughs> though. <laughs> Definitely. But thanks very much, Donna, for once again enlightening me once again, making the conversation one that I believe is, is healthy and one that uh, hopefully our parents and those who are listening, guardians in general, have gained some insight into how we can we can do this better because we have to. Yes, definitely. Thank definitely. you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We hope that as you listened to this broadcast, 
you have benefited in some way and feel motivated to apply the information to your parenting experience. Once again, we at Paradise thank you for listening to Pause for Parenting. Remember, parenting is all-encompassing. Parents are their children's first and foremost teachers, guidance counselors, and nurturers. You are responsible for guiding and nurturing all aspects of your child's development, including their cognitive and educational development, as well as their social skills and emotional thinking. I leave you with these words of encouragement. Children are a gift from the Lord, a heritage and a reward, and are not to be seen as burdens. So train your child in the way that he or she should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I wish you a blessed and productive week ahead. Music